and I'm your host for today's Alligator Zone podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Mr. Aaron White, CEO and co-founder of Script. Script is a technology company whose app helps parents and schools manage permission slips effortlessly. His website is scriptapp.com. That's S-C-R-I-P-T-A-P-P dot com. Now, on with the podcast. Hi, Mr. White. Thank you so much for being here. Such a pleasure. Yeah, no, thank you for, for having me. I appreciate it. Okay. So, in simple words, what problem are you working to solve and how? So, yeah, so what we're trying to do here at Script, and so I'm, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Script. Uh, it's a company here in Tampa. Um, and what we're trying to do is eliminate some paperwork in schools. Um, because there's, there's a ton of different paperwork um, that's going in between the teacher and back to the student and then back to the parent, whether that's a permission slip or a flyer um, or whether that's an internal process. So we're trying to cut down on the amount of paper that's going around and then use technology to give people time back um, in, in their day. That sounds like it helps a lot of people, well, the environment, kids, and parents. Yep, yep, win-win for everybody. So that, that's the main yep. goal is, is to see how efficient we can be and cut down the paperwork and, and just make it easier. So what skills did you use to start this company? So I probably use a ton of them in everyday um, life with, with the company. But for starting it, um, I think probably the main ones I would say would be um, communication. So like you, you know, um, leveraging communication skills and good communication skills. Um, and then the other one I would say, for if I'm having to do top three, I would say um, problem solving because we're, we're just solving problems um, left and right, and we're trying to make solutions. Um, and then third I think would be design because I'm a designer as well. And so designing a really good solution that works well is probably the third one for me. So how did you acquire these skills? Were you just like born an actual problem solver? <laughs> I, I wish. I wish that was the, how that worked out. I think um, kind of doing a bunch of things and trying a bunch of things when I was younger um, helped out a ton with that. So um, getting involved with sports um, at a young age, um, getting involved with, with clubs at my school, um, and then just trying a ton of different things helped me to develop a big, wide range of skills. Uh, and I'm still doing that now, and I, I'm, I'm trying to make them better and better and better. Um, but I wish I was, I was born with, with, with those skills, but I don't think that that's the case for me, unfortunately. So going back in time, what were your favorite mm -hmm. subjects in your childhood? So favorite school subjects you're talking about? Uh, yeah, or just yep. in general. In general. And, um, so I would say my favorite ones uh, was science and art, I'm thinking. Um, probably because science is a lot of doing, right? You get to like, you get to learn about how something works and then you usually get to try it out and test it. And so I think science was one that was really, really fun for me. Um, and I love that one. And the other one was art because I love creating things and making things and building things from scratch. Um, and which is like another doing thing, right? It's another like action based yeah. one. So any action based ones, obviously like sports and PE, right? That, that one's, but I think science and yeah. art are probably my, my favorite subjects. And art helps because you're a designer now. Exactly. So I think, yeah, I think I was just doodling so much in, in school. I think it translated into like a really good skill. <laughs> Did you ever like design clothes or something like that? Or was it all just like 
designing different kinds of technology and companies. Did you say clothes? Is that what you said? Yeah, something like clothes, shoes, cosmetics. Yeah, so I would always um, doodle and try, try to design different things. And, and so I had some friends um, in high school, actually, that, that made their own um, clothing uh, brand, and they did that. Um, but for me, it was always um, just kind of building the logos and the way um, it would uh, interact with the customer and, and, and the design of it that I liked the most. Uh, I think that was probably what I was the best at. Um, unfortunately, I didn't, didn't do any clothes or any other cool stuff, which I wish I did now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like a graphic designer? Yep. So I started off kind of um, with Photoshop and kind of um, um, doing a lot of graphic design and stuff like that um, on the computer. Um, and that's kind of how it led me into, I was like, man, there's so much things that you know, I can build on this computer, um, I can design it right here, and then we can use it. So I would do a lot of logos for, for bands and a lot of logos for like different companies and things like that. Oh, that's really cool. So um, what did you do for fun as a child? Any hobbies? So hobbies, I think, I think you probably could guess that drawing was a big hobby of mine. Um, yeah. But then also it was, it was sports a lot. So um, sports like uh, soccer, basketball, um, all those, those sports was, I was really, really big into. Um, oh. I think that would be, yeah, probably drawing in sports. <laughs> Did you ever play any unconventional sports? Well, like unconventional in the U.S., like, I don't know, cricket or rugby? I'm trying to think here. Um, I think I just pretty much did the standard ones that you would think about, like 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 the U.S. like soccer, um, basketball. I did skateboarding uh, for for quite a while, so that was not a necessarily a, a team sport. Another big one I did is is I raced. Um, I, I did mountain biking because I'm, I'm from the Northeast, so I'm from um, Maine, oh. and so we have a ton of mountains <laughs> up there. And so um, as a yeah. young kid, I was from really from, from they got me going as early as five, um, all the way up to to twelve. I would I would race competitively for, for mountain biking. Oh, wow. Was that like a difficult sport? It's, it, it is. It's frustrating. Um, cause it's oh. not team-based. It's just you, and it's just you getting, um, you know, kind of competing with, with yourself and your personal best. And so um, you have to climb up these mountains with a bicycle. So the, so the hardest part was going up because it's really frustrating and really, really hard. But the funnest part was that when you got to the top, then you could just cruise down and bomb it down. So that was, that was fun. It was rewarding. Um, if nothing else. Oh, that sounds scary to me. It it it, it is kind of scary. <laughs> so, um, who are your childhood heroes? So, man, childhood heroes. I'm thinking. So this might be this might be silly. I don't know. So you can tell me. Um, I probably have two. Uh, I have one that was at the time. Um, it was Power Rangers. <laughs> Hands down, Power Rangers all day. Um, White Ranger, Green Ranger, and sometimes the Red Ranger are my absolute favorite growing up. I was a big Power Ranger fan. And then now when I look back at it, um, I kind of have like a new hero, like looking at, at my parents and some of the things that they did for me. And now I'm like, man, they were, they were great. So I'd say it sounds weird, but Power Rangers and probably my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I think, is Power Ranger still going? It is, yeah. And, and now I'm, okay. I'm a 30-year-old guy and I still love it. So, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you have any books, movies that you enjoyed as a child? 
Yeah, so I would say um, for movies, any, anything with ninjas in it, I don't know. I, I loved it. So there's a movie called Three Ninjas, and there's a bunch of them. Um, and that was like my favorite thing ever, just to pretend to be a ninja. Um, and then, um, which is slightly embarrassing. And then books, um, I loved Animorphs. And then like the choose your own adventure books was like, that was it for me. Cause I got to pick how the book ended and I got to be creative with it. And that was like my favorite thing ever. Oh, oh I see some commercials for those sometimes. Yeah. It's like, if you choose to do this, go to page 200, right? And then you would go there and then they would continue the adventure. And so that was, those were my favorite books. Cause I, it was like, I was writing the book myself. Um, and I didn't know what was going to happen next. Oh, there are some apps now for those. It's like, okay. Like so that's how, you, so that's how you, you grew up with it with, with an app. And then I had a book, but I guess it's the same thing, yeah. I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So can you recall any specific incidents? or maybe people that were turning points which helped you along your journey? Yeah, so this wasn't when I was younger, but it was when I was um, 23, which is which younger than I am now. So um, I, I watched uh, the movie Jobs, um, and it's about Steve Jobs, um, who, who built and, and founded Apple. And that, I, I think I probably watched that movie about 50 times. And I watched it over and over and over, and I realized that this guy was just a regular guy, and he built something um, that really changed the world. And I was so inspired by that that I was like, I have to start a company. I have to provide for my family, and, I, and I'm going to change the world. And so for, for me, it sounds silly, but it was literally watching a movie um, and just getting really, really inspired by, by the character um, and what he did in real life. And that was probably something that really changed um, my life towards entrepreneurship. With your company idea and what I, from what I can tell, I think that it's going to be huge. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I, I, I hope so. I, we're doing good now, and, and now we're, we're all over the nation. We're in states, uh, Texas and, and, and Florida, California, Illinois, New York, uh, Michigan, oh, wow. and we're kind of all over. So, we're, yeah, and, and we want to be even bigger and, and, and kind of help uh, eliminate that paperwork and, and be as efficient as possible in schools. So I, I hope so, too. Do you sell directly to the schools or, like, to the state government? That's, a, that's a, actually a really, really good question. So um, at first, we, we sold just to charter schools, um, and, and we sold individually to schools um, that were chartered. And then now what we're doing now is we're selling to um, districts, so entire districts at a time. Oh. Um, and so that's what we do now because it, it um, is a little bit quicker in the long run for us because we can grow a little faster and get, get our product yeah. out there um, faster uh, for everybody. So, yeah, so we sell to kind of like a county, not, not a state, but a county is the best way to think yeah. of that. And then when you go up north, it's, it's more town-based. Oh, okay. So do you have any advice that you would give your younger self knowing what you know now? Yeah, I think my, my number one advice would be to try more um, because um, sometimes, especially me, um, growing up is I was really, really scared to look silly um, or to okay. fail. And so I wouldn't try um, because I wanted to look cool. And so I think if I were to have to like look at myself um, and talk to myself a- again and give myself some advice, I would say try everything. Fail, fail all the time, but just get some experience and just do everything because you get to figure out what you're good at and you get to hone your skills and become better. Um, and just don't worry about what other people think. Just, just do it. Oh. That's very helpful. Yeah. 
So in your view, how should the average school kid prepare for future careers in your industry? Um, so I think it would kind of um, piggyback off what I just said about trying. So I would say constantly create things um, okay. and surround yourself with, with friends that are doers. So um, for instance, do you probably have friends that are like really similar to you, right? Yeah. And so, and so you guys have like common likes and common stuff like that. And so um, you're doing it too. So I can tell you're a creator. You're creating this podcast and you're doing different things. So I would say constantly just build things, constantly create things, constantly design things, um, and surround yourself with people that do the same thing. Um, and, and I guess the reason why I would say that is because you get to exercise your creative muscles. Because like if, you, if you're not constantly building and constantly creating, um, it gets harder to come up with ideas, right? So constantly exercise your creative muscles. Um, because I, I think for me, the number one thing that's helped me with, with um, my career and, and my education and, and, and different, different areas of my life is problem solving. And so if we're being creative, it's really easy to be problem solvers. And if we surround ourselves with good people that are doing the same things, then they can help us whenever we get stuck. So I say that is my um, thing that I think kids should prepare themselves is, is constantly um, work on being creative and constantly building things. Well, thank you so much for being on this podcast. It's like one of the best ones that I've done. Yeah, absolutely. Let, let me know anytime you need something. I'd be happy to come on and, and chat more.